Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Season 5, Episode 117 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us once again today as we continue with our study of this week's Come Follow Me materials, studying in the week of June the 12th to June the 18th in Luke chapter 22 and John chapter 18. Uh, and today we're going to continue our discussion about the Saviour's suffering for us in the Garden of Gethsemane. Um, this is you know, such an important moment in the history of mankind, if not the most important. And uh, as we spoke about last time, the Father sent an angel to support and strengthen the Saviour. And in verse 44 it says, And being in an agony, he prayed more earnestly, and his sweat was, as it were, great drops of blood falling down to the ground. So we see here the immense pressure and the amount and the immense uh, weight of our sins and our difficult, but not just our sins, but of course the the sufferings, the trials, the the, the heartaches, every negative emotion or negative um, thing that we experience in this mortal life, the Savior went through for the sole purpose that He could help us. I'm going to share a couple of my favorite verses on that in a moment. But President Russell M. Nelson said this. Uh, quote, the ordeal of the atonement centered about in the city of Jerusalem. There the single greatest act of love of all recorded history took place. Leaving the upper room, Jesus and his friends crossed the deep ravine east of the city and came to a garden of olive trees on the lower slopes of the mountain of olives. There in the garden, bearing the Hebrew name of Gethsemane, meaning oil press, olives had been beaten and pressed to provide oil and food. There at Gethsemane, the Saviour suffered the pain of all men that all might repent and come unto him. He took upon himself the weight of the sins of all mankind, bearing its massive load that caused him to bleed at every pore. Close quote. This uh, imagery of the oil press is quite a fascinating one uh, to link to the uh, to the to this well the atonement of the Savior. Of course, we know that the atonement includes not just the um, the sorrow and the and the words sorrow and um, well, the word sorrow doesn't really help us comprehend just what the Saviour experienced, but the, uh, the the thing that the Saviour experienced in the garden, but of course it also included his his trials, his suffering at the hands of his oppressors, and of course it included his crucifixion on the cross, culminating in his resurrection on the th- three days after his, his death. So we're focusing at this moment on the garden itself, uh, but of course, you know, we get the opportunity to really study the Saviour's Atonement, not just this week, but next week uh, as well, uh, when we look at the um, the, de- the death of Jesus Christ, or the, the passing of his spirit. And of course, the week after, when we look at his resurrection. So there is, you know, a few weeks here, we really get to look at this um, really important moment. But um, I, I mentioned about a few verses. Now, for me, the the thing that uh, hits me most personally about the atonement is the way that the Savior did this for each and every one of us. It was an infinite, but also an intimate atonement. And as soon as I started learning about this, it, the, the atonement just hit me on another level, uh, and I just thought it was just a beautiful uh, thing. Of course, we know Alma seven in Psalm, uh, in Alma seven uh, verses eleven and twelve. It says. And he shall go forth, suffering pains and afflictions and temptations of every kind. And this, that the word might be fulfilled, 
which saith he will take upon him the pains and the sicknesses of his people, and he will take upon him death, that he may loose the bands of death which bind his people, and he will take upon him their infirmities, that his bowels may be filled with mercy, according to the flesh, that he may know according to the flesh how to succor his people according to their infirmities. So he did this so that he would know how to support and strengthen us individually. He saw us, each and every one of us, as a one. Uh, you think of the experience that he had when he visited the Nephites and he uh, went among them one by one um, to let them feel the prints of the nails in his hands and in his feet and in his side. And the same thing happens to the sacrament. We are we are passed by, the tray passes by us one by one so that we can all individually partake of that act um, and feel of the touch of those emblems. And it's just a beautiful image. But also... Uh, there is a, a verse that I, I like to use to kind of help me understand the the intimate nature uh, of the of the atonement, and it's found in uh, found in Mosiah, and it takes place in the uh, the the teachings of uh, Abinadi to King Noah and his court, uh, and in verse eleven, it says, well, actually, uh, in verse ten, I'll start, and it says. I say unto you that when his soul has been made an offering for sin, he shall see his seed. And what say ye, and who shall be his seed? Behold, I say unto you that whosoever has heard the words of the prophets, yea, all the holy prophets who have prophesied concerning the coming of the Lord, I say unto you that all those who have hearkened unto their words and believed that the Lord would redeem his people, and have looked forward to that day for remission of their sins, I say unto you that these are his seed. And these are they whose sins he has borne. These are they for whom he has died to redeem them from their transgressions. And now are they not his seed? His seed are those who believe on him, who have faith in him. And so he has seen all people who um, believe on his name and accept the atonement. He has literally seen us and he has experienced those pains, those sufferings for us individually. Uh, and I think that that is a, a fantastic, um, beautiful uh, thing for us to, to understand and to consider. And I just, for, the, for me, the, the atonement becomes more personal, more, more powerful when it becomes more personal. Um, of course, you know, if it wasn't the case, and if it was the case that the Saviour just kind of did a batch of huge amounts of suffering and pain and didn't see how it would affect each of us individually... And, you know, I'd still accept it and still be so, so grateful for it. But the fact that I know that he knows my individual circumstance, he knows my my sins. He knows the the context of my life. He knows the difficulties I go through. He knows the trials and, and sorrows that I experience and will experience. Um, that is such a beautiful, powerful thing. Uh, thank you so much uh, for studying with us today. Uh, there's so much we could say about the atonement, and we could go for weeks and weeks talking about the atonement of the Saviour Jesus Christ. But I think you know we'll we'll bring that to a pause there, uh, and I hope that you enjoy uh, discussing that uh, in your uh, Sunday lessons and various things like that. Uh, thank you for your time, and until we meet again. <laughs>